Welcome to the Climate Report on WFMP Forward Radio 106.5 FM Louisville. This is Hart Hagen, your host, and we are on episode number 230. Today's topic is Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal, Part 31. The Climate Report is a daily radio show and podcast that asks the question, WTF, who's running the world, and why do they want to ruin it for the rest of us, including their own children? This uh, episode, we'll be talking quite a lot about the big agribusiness corporations and how they need to go away and be broken up. The Climate Report is a thorough examination of how to solve the problem of climate change. It is also your definitive source for information and analysis related to the Green New Deal. On the Climate Report, we question everything we've ever been taught about American politics, American history, American democracy, the role of the United States in the world, the true relationship of the government to the people. Uh, We question American exceptionalism, the uh, so-called free market system, the so-called free enterprise system. We question every ideology that we've been taught, and we need to question all those things so we can get on with a world that works for everybody. So we're talking about Bernie Sanders' Green New Deal, and uh, we're talking about farming and how to empower farmers uh, instead of, you know, we we need to restructure our uh, food production system because our food system accounts for about one-fourth of all greenhouse gas emissions, and it could be restructured to where it is something that makes a great deal more sense and works for everyone, not just a wealthy, privileged few. So in that regard, it says Bernie will do the following as president, invest in family farms and rural communities, not corporate ownership. So the situation is that these huge uh, agribusiness corporations own too much land. They they have uh, their their monopolies. They have too much sway over what farmers sell and what farmers buy. So it says here we're going to break up big agribusinesses that have a stranglehold on farmers and rural communities. According to Food and Water Watch, consolidation in the pork packing industry, for example, has contributed to the 82% decline in the number of hog farms in Iowa between 1982 and 2007. Bigness matters. Bigness is usually not good. Bigness usually means that they need to be broken up. Continuing to read, in our country... Just four companies slaughter 85% of the beef cattle. USDA report. Now, some people are vegan and vegetarian, and I understand that. And uh, but we have to start with where we are, and we need to, you know, it'll be a step in the direction of animal rights if we break up these big agribusiness corporations that have a stranglehold on every aspect of food production. It will be a step in the right direction for big, uh, you know, big animal farming operations to re- be replaced by small 
animal farming operations and for these you know the big farming operations for one I mean they have monopoly power uh, for another thing they have uh, the, the, the smaller operations are going to be uh, more ecologically friendly and are going to exhibit less animal cruelty it says here, USDA report. USDA is U.S. Department of Agriculture. USDA reports that between 2000 and 2015, soybean sales from the largest four sellers rose from 51 to 76 percent. In other words, the biggest sellers of soybeans are taking more and more of a share of the market. That means we're dealing with monopolies here, and monopolies are categorically bad. It says, additionally, after the Bayer-Monsanto merger, the two largest conglomerates now control 78% of the corn seed market. So farmers have to buy their seeds from somebody, and if you're a, a farmer who has to buy corn seed, you have, you know, you have basically two choices to choose from. And it says here, if Teddy Roosevelt were alive today, he would say, break them up. And working together, that is exactly what we are going to do. So this is Bernie Sanders talking in his Green New Deal. We are going to break them up. What you do with monopolies is you break them up. If people cared about a free enterprise system or anything remotely resembling a free market, they would be for breaking up these big corporations, including the agribusiness corporations, such as it says here, it mentions here Bayer Monsanto. So Bayer is famous for aspirin. Monsanto is famous for, uh, you know, chemical company chemicals and for dioxin or agent orange in vietnam yes that was a monsanto product that gave us agent orange in vietnam so why does bayer buy monsanto well they're both chemical companies for one thing but they shouldn't have been allowed to buy monsanto these big corporations need to be broken up we have the laws on the books to break up these big corporations, but we need to have the courage. We need politicians that will stop picking their nose for once and do the will of the people. I'm not saying all politicians are bad. I'm just saying 95% of them are have no interest in doing the will of the people. That needs to change. That's why at the Climate Report we advocate activism. Activism is the key to changing the world, and activism means educate, organize, agitate, so we can get rid of these politicians and their corporate donors. We need to replace the politicians we have with politicians that do not, repeat, do not take money from corporate donors. Only then. Will we have politicians that are willing to stand up to the corporate world and say, you corporate corporations are no longer going to rule our country. The Constitution says we, the people, not we, the corporation. The Constitution makes no mention 
of corporations or political parties. And yet, we are ruled by corporations and political parties. That needs to change. Next it says here, we are going to ensure that farmers are paid a fair price for their products with tools like supply management and grain reserves. So let's see what that means. Supply management policies today promote overproduction, which comes with harmful and unnecessary climate pollution emissions. We will discourage overproduction and ensure farmers receive a fair price for their products by matching the supply with the demand using the EPA's food recovery hierarchy. So, as I read through this, there are a lot of links to other good resources. So, apparently the EPA has a food recovery hierarchy, and it's worth looking into. So, it says here that implementing the food recovery hierarchy will minimize the impact on the environment by not producing more food than is needed and ensures that we have a reserve of food in case of natural disaster or emergency. So at some point it will be interesting for us to learn more about what is meant by food recovery hierarchy and supply management policies. But here's one thing you can be sure of, that these things are not Uh, implemented and promoted in a manner that is of, by, and for the people. Whatever we're doing now is of, by, and for massive corporations. Whatever we're doing now is of, by, and for profit, not people. So it says here, uh, next, we're going to reestablish and strengthen the Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyards Administration. Lobbyists and the Trump administration have gutted GIPSA, Grain Inspection, Packers, and Stockyards Administration, and blocked uh, rules helping farmers. As the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition details, the 2008 Farm Bill required USDA to write regulations that empower GIPSA to provide basic protections for farmers who do not who do business with these companies but when the USDA tried to write the regulations the meat and poultry industries launched a full-scale attack to get GOP lawmakers to pass appropriations riders to block USDA from finalizing those farmer protections working together we will restore the agency that enforces antitrust laws in the meatpacking industry, an agency Trump eliminated. So the problem is not just Trump. I mean, Bernie's a Democrat, he, or he's, he's an independent, but he's running as a Democrat. He has to slam Trump from time to time to show he's a party loyal, loyalist. But, you know, if, if, if Obama wanted to uh, enforce antitrust regulations, he would have done so. If Clinton wanted to enforce antitrust regulations, he would have done so. So antitrust regulations are the ones that break up the big corporations. We need to break up these big corporations. They are too powerful. 
Plus, when there are too few companies in a market, that is not good for competition. But what it's saying here is that something called the GIPSA, the Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyards Administration, this was a kind of a union of farmers or a coalition of farmers, a coalition of small farmers that wanted to stand up to the big agribusiness operations. They were not able to do so. So, you know, Bernie is saying, let's reestablish the GIPSA. Let's reestablish the Grain Inspection and Packers and Stockyards Administration. The next item says that we will ensure farmers have the right to repair their own equipment. So what's that about? Let's see. In rural America today, farmers can't even repair their own tractors or other equipment because of the greed of companies like John Deere. As noted in Wired magazine, farmers can't change engine settings, can't retrofit old equipment with new features, and can't modify their tractors to meet new environmental standards on their own without going through an authorized repair agent. When we are in the White House, we must pass a national right to repair law that gives every farmer in America full rights over the machinery they buy. Sounds reasonable to me. The next item says, We will reform patent laws to prevent predatory lawsuits from massive agribusinesses like Bayer Monsanto. So, part of what's going on here is that these companies are allowed to patent genetic material, which is outrageous that they are allowed to, but, you know, Whoever has the gold makes the rules. The richest, the biggest companies are allowed to make the rules. So let's see more of what Bernie has to say about this. We cannot continue to allow Monsanto to control 80% of U.S. corn and more than 90% of U.S. soybean seed patents, a situation that has gotten worse after the Trump administration approved Monsanto's disastrous merger with Bayer. So, you know, Republicans are supposed to be for a free market, but they, but, uh, you know, there's no free market when you have corporations that are, are allowed to endlessly consolidate and buy out the competition. So the Monsanto-Bayer merger should not have been approved. None of these mergers should be approved. There should be a strong presumption against any mergers. Businesses should be allowed to grow only by acquiring new customers, not by buying other corporations. There should be a burden of proof on anybody that wants to merge, especially these big corporations. I mean, you can exempt the smaller corporations, but for the bigger corporations, there should be the burden of proof that says you have to prove to the government that you are not burdening competition, that you are not buying out your competition when you buy a company, or that you are not getting too big uh, for the for the health of society. These companies are too big. And that's what antitrust laws are there to prevent, but the antitrust laws have not, repeat not, been enforced for decades since 1980, approximately. 
Last sentence here, it says, We are going to reform our patent laws to protect farmers from predatory patent lawsuits from companies like Monsanto. The next thing it says here is that we are going to reform the agricultural subsidy system so more money goes to small and medium-sized farms. Amen to that. There is no reason for most of the money to go to the biggest farming operations. It could, if there's subsidies to be had, they should go to small farming operations. And we should subsidize the right behaviors instead of the wrong behaviors. But it says here, we cannot continue to allow the top 10% of farms to receive 77% of all government subsidies. With much of this money going to absentee farm owners who live in big cities renting out their land. We should do away with all absentee ownership. We should do away with absentee ownership of real estate. We should do away with absentee ownership of farms. We should do away with absentee ownership of retail operations because it's that absentee ownership that gives money so much power. We should have on a county-by-county county basis, we should be able to say, we choose in this county to be a place where you do not you're not allowed to own something in this county if you live outside this county. And let the people of that county uh, suffer if that's a bad decision. But give them the opportunity to decide who and who does not own land and retail space and farms and restaurants in their county. The next sentence is, says we are going to strengthen organic standards. So it says, currently, massive farms are able to claim organic status without meeting all of the requirements, forcing smaller producers out of the market. We will address this by starting with implementing two rules to require dairy production to be on pasture and require poultry to have outdoor access. So that's if you claim to be organic, you have to give outdoor access to your poultry. That means uh, chickens, uh, feed chickens and egg chickens. And it also means, you know, conceivably ducks and turkeys. But you have to give your poultry outdoor access and dairy production must be on pasture, not in indoors in a confined situation. So this is about strengthening organic standards so that farms that are actually organic, <clears throat> that they have to comply with certain standards. They ha uh, so that small farms can compete in that market. Now we're getting to a new section, and this section has to do, uh, I mean, we're still talking about farming and agriculture and food production because we want to reform our agriculture and food production system to be more fair and just and climate friendly. So it says here we're going to invest in historically underserved communities 
to grow the number of farmers of color. So, and when you think of farmers of color, you might think African-American people, and yes, but also people coming up from Latin America have a huge amount of farming experience, and it is criminal for uh, for them to be put on lawnmowers, and, and you know they're the people with the lawnmowers and the weed eaters, instead of being the people that use their farming knowledge to run our farms. So it says here in 2017, 90 percent, 95 percent of all farmers accounted for were white, with black farmers reporting ownership declining at 10 times the rate it did for white farmers. That is in addition to black farmers losing 80% of their land between 1910 and 2007, in no small part due to systematic discrimination. Today, about 5% of black farmers report earning over $50,000 compared to 15% of white farmers. Additionally, 52% of American women farmers said they felt gender discrimination. When we are in the White House, and this is Bernie Sanders talking because he wants to be president, when we are in the White House, we will eradicate discrimination in agricultural land and opportunities. So in addition to the $41 billion, we will invest he will invest in socially disadvantaged and beginning farmers as president. Bernie will do the following. Help lo- locally, and we will help locally. We will help, excuse me. We will help beginning and socially disadvantaged farmers get fair access to land and resources by providing $50 million for disadvantaged and beginning Farm State Coordinator Program. The coordinator will also help farmers access programs and fill out burdensome paperwork that can be a barrier to participation for small farms. So what they're saying is there, there is that $50 million will be provided for uh, a disadvantaged and beginning farm state coordinator program. Next, provide oral translation and assistance or oral translation assistance at all USDA, FDA, and Department of Justice offices for non-English speakers. I mean, imagine if we weren't racist. Imagine if this country were not racist against uh, Latinos. Imagine how much experience and knowledge could be uh, harnessed. And I'm not saying average people are racist against uh, Latinos. And I'm not saying that individual racism is the problem. It's systemic racism. And one uh, example of that is how we have so many Latino people, but often we don't have the translation services for them. As if a third of the United States wasn't, uh, you know, ruled by Spain at one time. I mean, Louisiana, Texas, the, the entire Louisiana Purchase, California, Nevada, all of that was, was the territory of Spain and was grabbed by the United States in the early to middle part of the 1800s. 
Just because we conquered it doesn't mean we have the moral high ground when it comes to imposing English on everybody. Furthermore, our foreign policy has caused the migration of people northward from South and Central America. It is criminal that we have caused this migration by training death squads and by destroying democracies. We have caused the migration, and then we have some of us have the arrogance to say that uh, that Latino people don't belong here, that they are somehow second-class citizens because they come from another country and speak a different language. But Bernie's plan shows a an abundance of accommodations and support and encouragement for non-English speakers, not least of all people who come up from Mexico and Guatemala and Honduras with farming skills. Do we not need people in our country with farming skills? Yes, we do. So let's encourage and facilitate the use and deployment of the valuable skills that Mexican farmers and farm workers are bringing northward to our country. So it says here, farmers across the United States are prevented from accessing government resources because of language and literacy issues. We will require the USDA, that's U.S. Department of Agriculture, the Food and Drug Administration, and the Department of Justice to provide translation assistance uh, need, need to help, needed to help all farmers regardless of their primary language. Yes, we should end discrimination on the basis of primary language. If some uh, Americans want to be all snot-nosed about that, well, they need to learn a new language or at least to get uh, used to people who have. And really, I'm, doing, I'm falling into a trap here. I'm, I'm criticizing regular people. Uh, regular people who have been taught to be racist, but it's the ruling class that you know keeps us divided against one another on the basis of race, national origin, etc. We need to not fall into their trap. Next paragraph says we will invest 1.12 billion dollars in tribal land access and extension programs. We will invest in programs to help tribes and tribal corporations access, acquire, and consolidate land on their reservations. We will also ensure federal resources to facilitate knowledge transfer, technical assistance, and educational activities on tribal land. So we will not just leave native tribes to their devices, but we will provide support so that they can make the most of their agricultural lands. It is important that we do this for humanitarian reasons and also for reasons of mitigating the effects of climate change and mitigating the, uh, you know, to the minimizing the onset of climate change because we know that uh, agricultural practices can either 
contribute to climate change, or they can be part of the solution. Agricultural practices can either be part of the problem or part of the solution. We're almost out of time. Let me uh, invite you to uh, let me leave you with some thoughts. Uh, for one thing, email info at theclimatereport.net if you would like to, uh, if you have any comments, questions, or feedback. Now, let me leave you with a thought. What we are doing, what we have the opportunity to do is to convert our system from one that works for only a few people to one that works for everyone. Now, the ruling class has been working overtime for decades and centuries to pollute our minds and to beat us down and to make it seem like this, well, for one thing, this is the best of all possible worlds. They want us to believe that we should trust them with everything, but that has been a mistake, hasn't it? That's all the time we have. Have a great day.